Welcome to another chapter of In The Keep Podcast. I'm your very own prophet of the drowned god, the Motherlode. This show is all about the world of arena first-person shooters, classic FPS games, their legacies, their lineage, and the people who keep that world turning. These are the players, the developers, the streamers, the influencers. It is the will of the drowned god Cathala that our communities band together in her cathedral, to frag and give one another into oblivion for all eternity. At QuakeCon or DoomCon for those who prefer it, um, obviously talked enough about how we had a blast, but the story of how this podcast came to be was really cool, uh, I thought, so I'll tell it. I was invited to a birthday party down at this like restaurant bar place that's inside of the Gaylord Arena, which is where QuakeCon is held. It was late at night, and it was uh, for somebody in the Doom community, and honest to God, I really I still don't know whose birthday party it was, but whoever it was, man, happy birthday. <laughs> it was a great time. So I met up with... Uh, Human Bones and Dew of uh, the Multiplayer Doom Federation. And we're all just we're going to have some drinks. And actually, Branflix was there too, but she just drank lemonade, which is cool too, I guess. Point being, uh, you know, we're hanging out, talking to different people, schmoozing, all that good stuff, and like just having generally a good conversation. And at one point, you know, I've got a big fat stack of in the keep flyers to pass out, uh, just sitting on the table with me. And Dew just kind of gets up and walks away with my stack of flyers, and he's like, I'll be back. I'm like, cool. So we're chilling, have a good time. A few minutes later, he comes back with this other guy in tow. He's like, Motherload, you need to talk to this guy. And I was like, okay, cool. I stood up, shook his hand. Nice to meet you. Who are you? And the guy happened to be Brad Carney, or you may know him as Carnival, the man who created Skulltag. And... I was like, holy shit, cool. Uh, yeah, let's do an interview. And we scheduled it for, you know, later later on. Went up to the bedroom and went around and did all that other stuff you heard me record and then met up with these guys, uh, voice recorder in hand, in their hotel room. We all sat down and recorded a fucking interview. And it's great, man. Like, Brad is a super, super cool guy. Not only, you know, Skulltag, but... You know, he's the, he's the founder of Final Boss Entertainment. Uh, you may know them from Rack, which was, you know, a game that had a lot of controversy around it. Not that it was, like, uh, politically controversial or anything, but just in general, like, the gameplay and some of the decisions that were made about it had a little bit of controversy about them. I personally, uh, having played a little bit of it, I enjoy it. I think it's a pretty cool game. I don't get what the, the hubbub is about, but I never get these things. I'm always, like, last to the party and I never understand. Um, and he's working on his new game, Rack Exiverse, which is uh, sounds super interesting, and I have tried a little bit of it too. It seems like it's going to be really, really cool, so I hope you guys check it out. It's, it's a, a roguelike tower defense first-person shooter, which, uh, to my knowledge, hasn't existed anywhere else. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this one kind of like plays out, especially carrying the Rack name. Uh, as a kind of a reimagination of what the what maybe Rat could have been or would have been or or is now in a sense, but I just had a great time talking to this guy. But unfortunately, uh, this 
the interview got cut short because I had about 35 minutes to sit down and chill before I had to go uh, to honor my commitment to State of Quake and cast their Sack of State tournament that took place on the second night of QuakeCon or something like that. Whatever the case, I left about 35 minutes in, and then the interview was taken over by two people that I trust very much to do so. It was uh, Human Bones and Dew, again, of Multiplayer Doom Federation. And they did an excellent job and obviously know far more about Doom than I ever could, so they really got to pick uh, Brad's brain a little bit more about Skulltag and what went into that. And They're great interviewers in themselves. I mean, there's nothing bad I could ever say about these two guys. They're the salt of the earth. And we all had a fucking blast doing this. So, before we get into the interview, you know what's coming up. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some housekeeping things. Definitely want to go ahead and say thank you to our supporters, Dots, Moose, Larissa, and the Apostles, and Paul and Mitch, all who give on Patreon or help explicitly, personally with the podcast, and that is so much appreciated. And you too can give a little bit of your life to the podcast. You don't have to do it monetarily. There are routes for you to do that. There's the Amazon affiliate link, Patreon, and PayPal, all of which are available on our website in the keep.com. But that's not expected of you. It's not something you have to do by any stretch of the imagination. If you're just here to enjoy the ride, please do so. But what I would ask of you in return is tell your friends, tell people how awesome you think this podcast is. If you think it's awesome, if you think it sucks, I mean like, I don't know, keep your mouth shut or something, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, uh, this is the best way is to just kind of spread the word through the community, through word of mouth and, you know, share on your social media. If you really like a podcast that we put out, please like retweet it or, you know, post it somewhere, Facebook, whatever the hell you use. The more exposure, the better. And it all benefits the community, the AFPS community, and most importantly, the Drowned God Cathala. So if you do so, we greatly appreciate it. That's pretty much all I have as far as uh, housekeeping goes. I know that's a short one, but let's go ahead and get it in the keep with Mr. Carn Evil. My name is Brad Carney. Carn Evil. I, I, uh, I created the Skulltag Doom port many, many years ago. Um, it had a couple different incarnations, but you know, I think most people know the um, you know the multiplayer version of it, the Doom, the Doom Sword Sport version. And then I went on to make a rack, which is kind of a um, yeah, kind of an old school uh, inspired shooter. And now I'm working on a game called Exoverse, which is the the follow up to Rack. It's kind of a a a, re, a, a reimagining uh, in a lot of ways of it. So, yeah, how like how did you get into first of all, how did you get into Doom, but then how did you get into developing in general well it was i mean it was like when it first came out you know i was like you know kind of a little more grown up than a little kid but you know i, I was pretty little like my, my cousin whose name is actually dave taylor but not the dave taylor who worked on doom uh you know int- introduced me to it actually going even a little further back like i had a friend who like had like i didn't have it but i had a friend who played it and i would just like go over to his house and you know he'd you know i'd be like hey you know like you know showing the game off and i'd be like hey can i play it he'd be like no you know, he'd just be playing the game himself, and I, I was just kind of like, you know, like, it looked interesting, but I wasn't, like, too interested in it. But it wasn't until my cousin Dave Taylor, like, you know, let me 
actually start playing the game, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is such a great game. Um, and yeah, you know, I've always been, you know, our, our family kind of has like an, an engineering history to it. So, you know, it's like, and making games is something I wanted to do like since I was just a very little kid. So it's like when this amazing game Doom came along that also had like modding capabilities to it. I, I mean, it was just, I, I was just taken to it just immediately and just started making levels and everything. And, and that was great. You know, it was a blast. And then, yeah, it wasn't until like the, you know, the, the source code was released by, by Carmack, you know, like what, 98, something like that, you know, the, th- that I really got into it. You know, it's, that's when I discovered Doom World, discovered there was, there was a, um, you know, just, just the whole community just, just sprouting up around this, you know, this, this amazing game. But you know, I, I got into, um, yeah, I started editing the tinkering out the source code to it, doing some things that I wanted to do for a while. Um, and you know, it just kind of grew from there. You know, it, it was just, you know, having, having like the, a great community around the game that was like really interested in everything, um, about Doom and that I was doing, you know, just having that feedback, you know, that constant energy, uh, you know, being infused into what you're doing, you know, it was just really inspiring and made me want to keep going and keep doing big, new, cool things. And, uh, just kind of blossomed and grew from there. Awesome. So you, you mentioned a couple other games that you were uh, working on. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So, so rack it's, it's, um, it's, 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 it's the game that like, you know, I kind of left, um, you know, working on skull tag to, to go make, you know, this is going to be like my, you know, I cut my teeth on skull tag, you know, this is going to be like, you know, my, my big thing. Uh, but it's kind of an, an old school, you know, it's, it's very doom inspired. You know, I, I can't really escape that. You know, it, it's, it was very fast paced. I, I guess like the reason we started doing it is because, you know, I, I felt there was like still like this really strong demand for like this old school style of game, but like, I thought people still wanted it, but like for some reason, like developers just weren't making it. Like they just pivoted like away from like doing the style of the game. Like like for no reason. What, it did, appeared what to year me. did you start on this? Uh, this was this was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Okay, so like, I I would assume that you've kind of noticed the influx. Of yeah, the, yeah, recently. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it recently, um, you know, with games like Dusk and. You know, a medieval and some of the others. You know, it's yeah, it's 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 experienced a, a resurgence lately, which which I think is really cool. But you know, it's just I I just saw like you know just kind of kind of an opening there. You know, it's like people there were people who wanted this this style of game and they just weren't being served. And you know, I thought you know it's it's this is something I really wanted. I thought and I thought a lot of other people would would want that too. You know, which is of course important for you know any kind of business or anything you're doing. You know, it's like you want to make sure. You know, there's a market out there for, for what you're doing. Um, so, you know, we, we did that. Yeah. We kind of had our own take on it. You know, it was, it was very, it was a very like arcadey style of Doom. Actually, like the reason we did that is because like, you know, when, when Doom 3 came out, you know, there, there were two, there were two ways that people kind of looked at the original Doom. You know, there was like the, the actiony kind of fast paced, kind of arcadey, you know, like the, you running at 60 miles an hour is like your base movement speed. Um, and there's like the, like the scary version of Doom, you know, it's like dark and demons in closets and stuff. And it seems like Doom 3 like went that route with like the remake of Doom. And we wanted to go like the other way. Oh, you mean Resident Evil 5? Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's like we wanted, we wanted to go like the more arcade like direction yeah. that, you know, Doom had. So, you know, it, it was, we went with, with like cell shading because, you know, we, we liked how like colorful like Doom was, especially Doom 1. I mean. Doom to a little more brown, um, but you know it's like one of like that, that kind of like stylized, kind of colorful look. Um, you know th- that I thought was really cool in Doom One. So with with like a cell shading, 
and you know, like very stylized textures, kind of like in Borderlands, which is you know very big at the time that we were we were uh, doing doing rack. And you know, just we, we went with like a you know really fast paced move and speed, you know. So it's it's just blistering, blisteringly fast. You know, maybe too fast. You know, it's like I go back and play that. You know, after playing some more modern things, and I'm like, oh, whoa, this is maybe a little too much. Faster than like Quake, I think. You know, which is probably like the fastest thing that people still play. Yeah, so, so we do that. We, we try to take like a bunch of other things that like really worked for Doom, like the modding. You know, it's like we, we built our own level editor and, you know, built our own engine and, you know, kind of had all these, you know, great ways for, you know, people to make mods and maps. But um, it turns out you need like a really big community for that to really pay off. So, you know, something besides the Doom community, which is just massive and still growing, which to me is just amazing. You know, 2019, it's still growing. It's it's pretty incredible. So I, I have to be completely 100% honest. I have no idea what Skull Tag is. Um, <laughs> okay. I've been informed by these gentlemen sitting on the bed staring at us like creep <laughs> that it was the best thing. And I, I need to know, I guess, like what made it special. And it, it, was, it, it was a lot of things, but I, I think the main thing that people liked about it was um, you know, the, the, the multiplayer aspect of it. You know, it. It was one of the first to like really get like client server architecture for Doom, like really working well. Um, yeah, it's like there was like CS Doom originally, and that was like kind of it was kind of like the the prototype for for all this stuff, and yeah, it got the ball rolling, but you know it wasn't like executed like all that great. And then there was like Z Damon, which kind of had its problems; it didn't like update enough, uh, you know. And then Skull Tag came along, and I think it did a lot of things right, and you know, it, it did um, you know, it, it fixed up a lot of a lot of netcode issues, um, and then it added just you know, it was supposed to be like a modern version of doom you know full mod support full full everything whereas like the other the other ports were kind of more old school oriented especially like odomex now which people were i guess they were using for the tournament just yeah anyway i heard there, there was some backlash <clears throat> we're at quake on in case anyone's yeah, yeah. There, there was some backlash issues with the organization of the tournament that a lot of people didn't really uh seem to agree with i'm looking at them um but <laughs> I mean, people being the brackets twice, and but let's put it this way: like it, it's good that the fact that uh, Doom Two is getting exposure, like yeah, that, yeah, 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 because people are going, like kids are going to see that stream. I, I literally saw kids watching Jahar cast that, and yeah, and OD and Spud Hunter. I think yeah, they yeah, an excellent yeah. job. Casting. And by the way, they are excellent casters. Yeah, so like like Jahar is someone you know I've, I've known in the Skulltag community, and he does a great job. Like it's just seeing it's great seeing his enthusiasm for if you're listening for to casting this, Jahar, I love you. <laughs> I want your Blood. I do too. <laughs> no, uh, no. I thought I thought it was a really interesting picks. I, I didn't really expect to see like Boove and and uh, Spud Hunter uh, in the in the casting booth for Doom, but I was very impressed by both of their knowledge, uh, especially like Spud Hunter. I really didn't see that coming, and uh, I thought he did a great fucking job. Yeah, yeah, good but for him. So far, we've seen what like FFA and uh, TDM. Yeah, I would. And I guess the duels tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like to kind of like. What was your like approach to Skull Tag? Like, what made Skull Tag special? Is what I, I guess is what I'm asking. Like, why why are these guys telling me that it's like it was the best and these other and like Odomex sucks? Like, I don't get it. Like, I I just come from the outside, so I really like to kind of like have some sort of understanding. Of, like, well, why. I, I I think there's I, I I'd be curious to get their input on it, but I I, I guess I guess any multiplayer game is is as good as its community. 
And I, I think we try to foster like a great community. You know, it's like we tried to be, we tried to be inclusive. We tried to have fun. We tried to throw events to, you know, make people feel welcome and, you know, like they were part of something, you know, it's, it's like we did like FFA, you know, or, uh, or FNF, you know, Friday Night Frag Fest. Um, you know, I try to do like all sorts of like mapping, you know, we try to do like community projects and stuff. Um, you know, and, and we tried to, you know, have like a cool chat room on IRC back then, the, the precursor to discord. Um, but you know, it's, it's, it's we try to do a lot of that. And then at the same time, it's like, try to put out like a, a quality product. Um, you know, it, it's, we try to keep things updated, try to add new and exciting things to, you know, kind of keep the community invigorated. Um, you know, yeah, I, I think that's, I think it's, I think it's most of it. So yeah, do here. Uh, I will just say that like, like a few bullet points. So basically, first thing I should say, most people who are new should know that basically when we're talking about school tag, school tag is the predecessor to uh, what's nowadays known as syndronum. That's like the evolution of that word. Uh, that that part so yep uh zendronum like probably everyone knows that name like everyone familiar with with doom uh multiplayer community should know what that is i did so, not come up with that name by the way yes <laughs> no one did come up with that name that, that were like it's by that, committee that's, or... that's a funny story we sh- we could probably tell right, at a right, later point right. <laughs> uh, another bullet point and I'm drawing a blank because <laughs> we're, we're talking about what, what made it such a great port. And- uh, yes, uh, Zendronum always focused on like the forward thinking, the, the progression. Like it always was like uh, one step ahead of the other ports, whatever they were. The demon in particular only ever added something when the devs themselves wanted it, and it then went through like a long process of actually adding it hard coded. Meanwhile, Skulltag always played like fast and loose. Just just add it add it and we, we went we went fast and we broke things. So, you know yeah. very fast and loose. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but we learned a lot from it. So. And it meant that yeah uh it attracted the 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 people that wanted to experiment, that wanted to like to see new shit in Doom. And yeah, it meant that a lot of times things would be broken, but it also was like more exciting to, to the people who weren't just looking for the same old duels or right, yeah. same old CDF. It, it, it's been very interesting to me, like seeing something like Overwatch, which, you know, something similar. It's like a multiplayer uh kind of game but it's like they're going they've gone through like the same kinds of things that like we went through or at least have been concerned about that like for instance you know it's like i think they've wanted to do things to like limit the amount of like different game modes they have because they don't want to like segment the community and like fight up you know it's you know when you added something new sometimes like you're cannibalizing the other modes you have so you know if if people are doing like ctf and that then they're not playing free for all or you know team deathmatch or whatever and you can kind of hurt the the populations of those, make it more difficult to find matches. And you know, I mean, multiplayer, like you know, it's it's a very delicate thing. 
you know, say like you think like, oh, you just put like multiplayer in a game and everyone will play it. It'll be great. No, it is not like that at all. Like if you don't have like a healthy population for it, like it just crumbles because people go to play and then, you know, I can't find a match. So then they're not going, they're not putting themselves into the matchmaking pool and it just crumbles. So it's interesting. Yeah, and I mean, for me as a player, and this human bones again, you know, crashing my third or fourth podcast <laughs> here. Um, but I have to approach it as a player because I was never a mapper. I was never a coder or anything. Um, and so when I discovered online Doom, I was probably 11 or 12. Um, and I started playing Z Damon, which had just recently the big game mode with CTF. And I mean, that was great. But then I, I somehow discovered Skulltag and I mean, all the, for me, all the different game modes, which some of these ports still don't have, like Team Last Man Standing, Last mm. Man Standing. I mean, some of that stuff was the most fun that, that I've ever had. Uh, Friday Night Frag Fest, you know, that, that was like every Friday that was like a mini QuakeCon to me, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. just this huge community event. I, I've um, seen like the, the dust people like trying to emulate that. Mm. You know, it's like they have like Dusk World Frag Night or something. Saturday Night. Saturday Night? Okay. Well, yeah. I, I, it goes to show, I mean, the term FNF Friday Night Frag Fest has survived for 15 years, yeah. even through the transition into Xandronum, uh, into our hands now. So we we run FNF. It's not called Friday Night Frag Fest anymore, but um, but it just goes. You know, that's like such a that's such a name, a known thing um, in the Doom community still. So I don't know. For me, I, I really I really liked the community that Skulltag created. I mean. It's interesting because I, I think I probably played more Z Damon than Skulltag, but the people that I met on Skulltag are still people that I talk to more to this day than anybody else I ever met anywhere. And I just, I felt like the smaller community, the close knit community, we were able to work together. And, you know, Karn was always uh, listening to the players and trying to implement things that kind of, you know, to use the term that you said earlier, to uh, push the envelope. I think it just made Doom really more exciting. I mean, you have to do, you can't just develop the same game that's 25 years old, you know, I mean, 25 now, but you know, you have to do some different things yeah. to make it, to make it exciting. And I don't know. I just, I always really enjoyed, you know, the grenade launcher or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. that just a simple thing like that really changed the dynamic of Doom. And I think, I think that's why so many people, you know, we're we're so passionate about Skulltag. Yeah, and, yeah. You know. and, and I think people who wanted like a more just like pure Doom experience, like they already had that served like in so many other places, like with Z Damon and Odomex and just pure vanilla, pure boom, whatever. But yeah. So you mentioned uh, like the kind of dust trying to emulate uh, what what went on. I, I think I, I haven't like fully yeah. investigated, but it sounded like a very similar concept. Yeah, uh, essentially, what they do is that every Friday night, or shit, every I already said Saturday. <laughs> every Saturday night, they they have the Midwest United States server, which is you know, essential. Anybody in, in North America could pretty much connect connect with a decent ping. And then what all they is just like a fr- fucking literally, it is exactly what it is. It's a free for all. Everyone gets in there and plays FFA, and and essentially right now in Dusk, the only mode you really have is FFA, and then the translation of that is to like duels are just, if and it's five minute matches, five minute FFA or or duels uh, is essentially what you see. Uh, Brandflakes of the Keep, who is amazing, if you haven't heard of her, she uh, she runs the Keep's uh, duels, which but everything in Dusk is five minutes long. 
Gotcha. Uh, but it feels like 30 minutes because Dusk is infinitely faster than Doom or Quake in, in so many ways. However, I, I would definitely say that the the attempt by uh, the two Daves, as I'm going to call them, Austria and Szymanski, to create that game and to like curate it has been, to me, really impressive. Yeah. Like, especially knowing that they're both kind of Doom guys and yeah. they came from that. And, and obviously there's some Quake influence that you see straight You can see how passionate they are about, you know, like how much they care about the game and yeah. putting together a great community and everything. It's, you know, it's, I, I admire it a lot. I admire the fact that they are so dedicated to just making these retro FPS games because they could easily like, you know, they could bank in on any market they want, but they're yeah. really like a medieval, huge success. And then what's the, what's the new one? Action. So, maximum action. Max yeah, action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that looks, I'm going to, I mean, use the word ridiculous in the nicest way possible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that shit looks just fucking in, incredibly... <laughs> which I think is kind of like what the title is getting at. You know? it's, it's a game like very... all about recording demos, basically, yeah, which yeah. is cool. But And, and that's, again, that's got to be a throwback to... I, I won't give... To be fair, Szymanski didn't work on most of this. Uh, he worked on Dusk. Right, right. Yeah. I, I think he's I think he's starting to like work on the other titles a little bit. I, yeah. I, I'm not I think what they sure. do is they kind of... I'll have to talk to them. I think they just like like pick up indie titles and then they like you know you're under new blood now. I I, I think that happened with a uh, maximum action for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, to to just have a game like maximum action, it's literally like the whole point of the game is to record demos. Like, don't tell me that it didn't come from the Doom community. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, but like these weird slow motion. Have you seen the game? Okay, I'll describe it. Basically, it's like a single-player game, and you run into a room, uh, sort of like think Hotline Miami or something like that, but like a like a first-person, you know, XYZ shooter. The whole point of the game is to dive in slow motion and cap motherfuckers, <laughs> like like in an action movie. So like, I don't I don't understand why like they're not thinking about money, which is good. They're already making money, but that's a, a testament to their dedication right. to what they're doing. Right. Which uh, kind of comes back to what you were talking about, like your attempt. Way be- way ahead of time, way before anyone else was thinking about this. You're like, I want to make these retro kind of FPS games. Uh, I'm really interested in that, and I really, I, I wish I had more time to like really dig into this. I'll let you guys do it, please, and then I'll just, <laughs> I'll edit your voices to sound like mine after I leave. We, we, we use the deep fakes to, uh, you yeah, know, make we'll it deep, sound we'll like deep fake human bones to be motherhood. <laughs> With all that said, what inspired you? I mean, you could say like, yeah, Doom inspired me, but like, what made you want to? keep that exact genre the 90s pixelated fps that like is not it's not going to attract it's only going to attract a certain type of person right right right. but that certain type of person is guaranteed to buy it i think i just believed in like the genre you know it's it's like i I fundamentally believe in like exploration of levels and fast speed and keep your weapons shooting things i just feel it's like new people needed to be exposed to it and like they'll love it like it's to me it kind of like transcend any kind of like trend of the moment um so i i feel like it's more than like just people like who grew up on those kind of games would enjoy it i think it's broader than that i I think they're just like great games with great fundamental concepts and you know just people see them they'll love it yeah Um, we've seen that i've seen that every day that i've like we've been at QuakeCon for three days now since wednesday night essentially and it's just incredible to me like the the people that are watching the Doom tournaments. Are yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, a dad and then all of his kids. Yeah, yeah. It's like we've been talking about it all day. It's like Doom World is like getting like new members yeah. and like 
they're not like 40, you know, it's, yeah. it's like, these are, you know, young people who are, you know, discovering this game and, and loving it. I haven't published anything. I've just been like, we, we've been shilling our, our flyers everywhere, but like, I've, I've already seen like new members of the key, new, mer- new members popping up in your uh, discord as well. Uh, bones, but, it's. I mean, I literally got a flyer for this podcast and subscribed to it, and then was like approached by you know. Oh yeah. By do well. Yeah. No, I got to give a testament to both of these guys for because they like you can't take a piss at QuakeCon without seeing <laughs> uh, in the Keeps logo at least. But, but but I'm like yeah. But I'm like podcast about old school. You know, get, like it's perfect. You yeah, know, it's right up my alley. I don't know why I came up with the idea to do this. Uh, it's, a, it's a punishment. Uh, the, <laughs> the drowned god Catholic compels me. Uh, I, I, I I I used to do a, a podcast about game design. Like it was it was so much work. It's like people don't know the amount of work that goes into you know some of these things, especially if you're like going in and editing out like the uhs and the ums. If you're, yeah, if like, you're trying to like be legit and yeah, really produce yeah. a podcast, it is a huge it's like, like I, a day an episode. It's like oh my god. Man, Mastering it and yeah, yeah, like ed- you know, editing it. I-, I don't like edit out anything anyone says. I just right. like I don't want it to be like, oh, <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah especially exactly. on Discord, the-, the long pauses that you get, right, you know? yeah. No, it's cool. Like <laughs> I-, I actually I did a podcast a long time ago that you guys will never find uh, listening to this, but it was just basically about like pro wrestling and like local uh, like heavy metal bands and stupid shit like that. And I'm gonna find it. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I didn't know anything about audio editing. I had another guy that kind of did that for me, and then uh, State of Quake picked up in the keep to kind of like supplement them for a while, which was great. And the whole opportunity that I got to do this, and is why I'm also about to leave uh, here pretty soon. But uh, those guys were so cool to me, and Unkind actually did all the editing, and I had to like learn recently how to yeah. dive deep into you know audio. It's, it's a lot of work. It's, it's a, lot, a lot. lot, and and the real work is. Um, remembering to give everyone who contributes to it credit yeah and and i never i don't think i've ever forgotten anybody but like the music and the artwork mm. and the like the, per, the person you're interviewing because not all podcasts are interview based like this right to uh to talk to someone and then everything that they've ever done like make sure that at least there's a window into that for the right. viewer because if, right. they, if they listen to you or if i was like okay here's a carnival and then like there's nothing about right. you in the show right. notes like yeah oh, what the fuck with that right. i'm not even doing you a service mm. yeah but it's fun yeah and i get to meet really interesting people yeah. like yeah. all of you people in this room right now so yeah. I, I love it and i hope that you got something out of your experience oh, I, yeah yeah i did yeah. yeah well so what did you what did you guys do like what was kind of the uh the podcast they did yeah. it was uh it was, it was like we just talked about like game design um you know it, it's it's like you know you find like some kind of like unique like part of game design you know it's like balance for instance you know and then we just like talk about you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he, he said the curse word um but uh yeah it, it's you know so like all, all you know uh we'd we'd mention kind of like what it is and you know it, it's you know kind of what you're gonna do to achieve it and then you just kind of talk about a bunch of games that like did it right did it poorly in many many cases um but you know it's, it's like every week you know just trying to get like a topic like that and t- talk about it with a guest and uh it was hard to sustain because you know it's like I, i'm like writing like a script like for the intro and like flagging down a guest and like finding a topic you know it, it's it's uh you know it's it's a lot but but it's worth it you know it's it's i encourage anyone who is kind of interested in game design at all to go give it a listen did you get any like really cool like it- Names that are like at the time were small, but like kind of blew up. Um, I I don't think so. There, there's 
the, the there's a guy who's doing a game called Black Ice, and it's done by a guy named Garrett Cooper. It's um, it, it seems like it's doing pretty well. It's doing decently on Steam, but it's like a a cyberpunk um kind of um like hacking game. It's it's first person, so you know, like it's like very cool. Yeah, a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I haven't played. <laughs> I haven't played System Shock, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's, it's I I think I might have mentioned it's it's that's one of the inspirations. Yeah. It was a while ago, but yeah, um. But yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I can never really like work up the courage to like ask anyone like really big, like John Romero, like to come on it. You know, it's just John like, Romero, if you're listening to this, <laughs> we'll bring the podcast back. We'll bring you on. We're coming for you. <laughs> but you know, it, it's you know, and then I then I would just start to listen to like other podcasts like afterwards, and I was like, oh, they just have like, the same guests every week. Oh, that's so much easier. Why didn't I do that? You know, it's <laughs> yes. just, you know, recurring guests are the worst. Yeah, or it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like straight up interview format. You no, know, it's, it's yeah. like, you know, like, like we just did this like very impromptu and it's like, that's great. Like still get to have a great conversation and you don't have to like saddle yourself with like, oh, it has to be perfect. It has to have a theme and that's that, you know, just. You can tell when uh, someone does a podcast that isn't a fan of podcasts, you know, um, like a big thing for me uh, at least is that I'm, I'm, I listen to podcasts religiously. I'm yeah, like a yeah. huge fan. Like for anyone who gives a fuck. I listen to Joe Rogan oh, he's religiously, the best. Oh my God, he's and, the best. and like Mark Maron and uh, like <clears throat> St- Sam Harris, tangentially speaking with Dr. Chris Ryan, all that shit. I'm really into that, and so I like I listen to that, but I, I listen to it like on like a level of like, okay, what can I learn from this? Yeah, 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 yeah you know. Yeah, yeah. And I and I know some people are like have never heard a podcast, don't even know what the fuck podcast is, and I'm like. Well, yeah, some people are like 90. So, yeah, you know. but some people really don't. You know, like they're legitimately just people all over the place. And like yeah. they're not even aware that this podcasting exists, even though it's like the most successful medium. Yeah, probably. yeah, it's 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 gotten huge in recent yeah. years. And to try to explain it to someone is weird, but when I when I listen to, I don't know, I'll say tangentially speaking, just for the sake of saying so, I feel like uh, I get lost in the conversation. You know, and and I feel like. If I if I can you know talk to someone like you and I can talk to someone like Human Bonds and do, even though they may have never heard of them or me or you know whatever the case like there's going to be people that click on it because of your name and not because of mine, and and that's a beautiful thing, but it's great to know that um because they click on the initial link because of you and they get lost in that conversation and they get you know the brand of you know whatever the fuck it is they hit that subscribe button whatever it is they they will therefore uh, then get bored one day and or like go back through their download logs in their phone or whatever the fuck and then they're going to hear about all the other things that we've done Mm -hmm. you know they're going to say like oh i want to click on that link and they're going to listen to your podcast i'll hear uh, my interviews with other uh, limitless hunger is another game that i've kind of like put some stock into and i would like for people to be oh oh well i don't really know what the fuck this is but i do know that i like to hear the motherload interview people so they click on it right right, right. that's cool yeah yeah it's it's uh you know, it's 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 it's, it's like the format. I, I definitely think is like interesting. You know, because like podcasts like tend to go like a lot longer. So it's like you, you like really dig into like a lot of different issues and really go deep into them. And you know, it it, it, it uh, can lead you down a lot of different paths. You know, I know a lot of people have done you know go down rabbit holes when they you know listen to someone interesting on a podcast. It's so. What do you think about someone, the current president? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Joe Rogan recently had a. Did you see the one with a Bob Lazar? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Naruto. <laughs> Running. Area Fifty One. <laughs> they're gonna get shot. The, yeah, they're they're all dead. Like, 
<laughs> like like the government would just send Gandalf out and just be like, none shall pass. And, you know, it's just stop them all in their tracks. But, I mean, that was just so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Dude. I'd like to. If Alex Jones told me he played Quake, I'd have him on the podcast. I don't care. I, I know people don't like him, and I don't necessarily agree with anything. My mom's a huge fan of his, or at least was. Yeah, I don't agree with anything he says. But <laughs> if Alex Jones was like, I play Quake, I'd be like, you're on the show. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely coming on the show. There's no question about it. Like, of course, I want to know. Like, cause so how are the aliens at Quake? That's the thing how? is like in the Doom community and and Yeah. <laughs> Does that exist? Probably does. Okay. The, the Trump, Trump Doom does exist, and it's awesome. If you haven't tried it, Trump Doom is is real, and it, it's essentially Hillary Clinton is like leading a legion of aliens to take over America, and you have to play as Donald Trump to like take over. It's amazing. Like, Icarus lives had a great uh, video about it, but it's, it's weird. It's weird. It's like you don't know if it's an eye or not. It's like it's treading the. Line. Yeah, I just I just thought it was creative. Uh, it, it, pretend that none of that stuff's real. Pretend Donald Trump is not a real person. Hillary Clinton's not a real person. That that the story of that <laughs> that wad is just like solid. It's like I, that's exactly the kind of movie I want to watch. You know, yeah, I think it's part of what what you know attracts new people to do them. You know, you get these memes out there. Yeah. You know, and people Sonic think it's funny, game. and <laughs> then they realize, oh hey, there's actually you know it's actually a great game. There's actually some the- some great things out there crash bandicoot whoa doom like <laughs> like anything you can do anything in doom but i don't know man i i really feel guilty because uh it's a it's like time for me to go and i hate this because i really want to talk more to you but i will leave you in the capable hands of multiplayer doom federation radio network <laughs> and uh if you guys uh at any point decide to stop this thing which i hope you don't but if you do just push the stop button on this thing right we'll here. We'll be here for seven hours. Um, yeah, I'm going to sign we'll never off. stop. I'm going to go cast the State of Quake tournament. Um, before I go, it was an, my esteemed pleasure. I wish I could have been here longer, and we'll catch up on Discord in yeah, a second. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Goodbye. Pre- appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck casting. Get that back to me because it's expensive. <laughs> uh, it's already going into my bag as you leave the room. <laughs> He's putting his, his name tag on it. It's... No, I think the the really interesting thing too is, you know, we've been running a lot of different tournaments and we actually ran one that was a skull tag tournament. Oh, really? And we got how many teams did we get? I think we got at least 12 people, which That's pretty good. Yeah, teams of 3. We got more than that. I think we we got 16. I we we got like a full set of t- of of teams and it was It's pretty good for a port that's, you know, not and like actively developed sh- anymore, sh- I think. And this was for basically the the like Tasco value CTF <laughs> because no one no one like looked at uh, school tag uh, in ten years basically right. yeah and we played all those old maps that were basically like remakes of the CTF maps but still people like like flocked to it gave it the chance and had their fun with it like of course everyone immediately recognized like the problems like yeah this this doesn't work right, that right, well yeah. uh it it would work if someone <clears throat> like uh thought about it in bigger detail but that's like you you had that problem with everything yeah 
every every and, month. And, and like honestly, like that's that's part of why I wanted to you know like branch out and like go go do my own thing because it's like you know just doing things in the community, the Doom community. It's like people are doing things like you know just kind of as a hobby. You know, it's like they're not necessarily going to want to put in you know the the honestly a ton of work that goes into you know like really super polishing something up. You know, making it error free and fixing all the issues. Like, I mean, you can only kind of get that in like kind of a, a commercial environment, you know, where it's like, where it's like people's jobs and they're getting paid to, to do these things. Um, you know, you, you hope they're still passionate about it. You know, they, they care, but you know, like, like when they're, when they're earning money doing that, you know, it's like they, they can allocate more time to, you know, getting yeah, things right. And, sure. You know. Like when money gets involved, that's kind of like, uh, that's, uh, what you're, you went the commercial with with rack mm-hmm. basically i mean like at the pure amateur level we recently kind of like revived three way ctf oh cool which is like everyone was like three way ctf are you guys crazy <laughs> this is, that, that was a joke even 10 years ago and we got like a 32 and 24 session going for it that's cool uh which produced a lot of like really cool maps and all of a sudden it's like one of the most popular like game modes we're running in the cool, tournaments yeah. because like everyone was just so bored with the, the same old same old cdf all mm-hmm. the time duels mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. like all of a sudden playing three-way cdf on decent maps that mm-hmm. aren't like like this bottom feeding garbage that was produced because no one knew what they were doing mm-hmm. and like This could happen to pretty much anything. Like it's just uh, when there's attention, things that just get progressively developed and they get just grow better. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it's 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 kind of interesting. You know, it's it's like when you're small or you know, like kind of like a, a modding or, or indie scene, you can do things like to really shake things up in like a really dramatic way. You know, it's it's like as you were talking about that. You know, I was thinking about how it's like. You know, something like, I don't know, League of Legends or something, you know, it's like, you know, there's only one way to play, you know, one map and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it, it's like they'll, the developers, you know, like they can't do anything like really crazy to shake things up. Yeah, you know, like tweak a couple heroes, you know, tweak a couple abilities, you know, tweak some numbers around. And that's kind of like all they can really do, like kind of, you know, invigorate things. And, but, you know, it's like when you're small, it's like, yeah, you know, just... Let's, let's try a new game mode, you know, let's, you know, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's do some new CTF, you know, let's, let's do one flag CTF and like, that's, uh, you know, let's do, let's do that to make things interesting. And it's like, you just don't have to worry as much, you know, it's, it's, you're a lot more flexible, you know, it's, <laughs> oops, oh, we have a bit of a spill situation. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it, like if people don't like it, like, let's say, you know, say you do this, you know, make these changes and, you know, people are like, you know, you can easily like revert back and, you know, that's no love lost with, with anyone. Um, you know, you can afford to take those risks. Whereas, you know, if, if you're this giant monolithic, you know, if you're Bethesda or something, you know, it's, you really have a tough time, you know, kind of, yeah, pretty much. And the thing that really bums me out about, you know, the Doom community 10, 15 years ago is I think everyone was just so, they were so angry about everything. They were so... It's 2019, that hasn't changed. Just look at Twitter. It's changed a little. Like, I, I think uh, because the community's gotten smaller and people are like, oh, wow, you know, maybe some of the decisions that I made that pissed off, you know, 
uh, really prominent members of the community and they said, well, I don't need this anymore. You know, I'm going to leave. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that had a negative effect on us. Maybe. So I, I don't know. I feel, I feel differently about it, but um, I feel also that Skulltag the port could have had much more. It, it, it could have been a better experience for you um, if it took place in today's probably doom yeah. community, yeah. you know, um, and of course he doesn't know this yet, but uh, an, an old friend of ours, Shaiko Ten, I'm, I'm going to try to push him to do a 32 and 24 with Skull Tag maps. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. You know, it probably won't go over, and he'll probably tell me to, sh- you know, get out of his face. But. It's okay. I he, he always, I, I signed his shit post book, so you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe now that happens. Yeah, but it's just like you were saying. It's 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 stuff like that where, you know, you you revisit things and you say, okay, like. This was a good idea. It has potential. We why did we abandon this? Let's right, take another right, look at this and let's yeah. try and maybe figure this out. But, yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of how I feel about the entire genre. You know, it's yeah. like I feel like people were, you know, there was something great here. People just kind of abandoned it because like, oh, we've decided Half Life is the new big thing. Let's all make everything like Half Life, and you know, and, and like this genre just got forgotten. That's kind of why I wanted to. Uh, try and revive it with rack um so yeah but this uh like kind of like uh, th- this new fat thing that's been in doom community forever like doom community literally uh died when quake came uh, you know like everyone was like leaving for quake right right the, yeah. there, were, there was just only the small bastion of people who were like saying that quake sucks which means that one of the first clans out there was the clan QS. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it never led to the death of Doom. Right. So yeah, it, like, yeah. d- like Doom endures. So we're just we're just taking in the new and, and you know, it's, it's like maybe that was part of my problem. You know, it's like I was trying to build something to appeal to a market that actually was satisfied. You know, it's like these, you know, People had Doom, you know, they're perfectly happy with all the mods and everything. It's like they're not looking for something. No, something but, new. I, I'd be very curious about, about like what Dust did, or, like with their marketing. That it's like they got new people into it. Like they I weren't mean, they weren't trying to sell Dust to like existing Doom players. I think I think you were like you hit gold and you were pounding it for a lot of years. Like with Skulltag, that was just like it was the multiplayer. Uh, companion to Zed Doom with yeah. all of the all of its. Yeah. Uh, it, it took it a long time to be number one though. Like like while I was working on it, it was like we were trying to actively trying to like overtake Z Demon. Like it took a long time, but yeah. it, but uh, I got there because Z Demon was always like on the like more hardcore. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very line. rigid. Like, yeah, and like rigid, I, I think rigid, this modern rigid is the perfect word. Yeah, yeah. like uh, and it's like. Uh, I don't think even they would like uh, object to the word because that's like kind of the goal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like different mindset. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. all those uh, petty battles of the past were just be- basically because people were just striving to be the number one. Right. But the goals were slightly different, so mm-hmm. it was like those two things should have coexisted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from moment. One, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they they like always. Skulltag and the demon had different goals. Yeah, yeah, but but at the same time, you know, I, I 
I, I fully admit I am a competitive person. I, sure. I, I want to succeed. I want to and be successful, then, and you know. And back then, like, and, and, and plus, shit talking was just yeah, just yeah. Daily regime, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and like, plus, like, I, I thought there was more potential for what we were doing. You know, it, it's sure. like, yeah. you know, Doom and an older game at that point. You know, like it's gonna do better with like new things added. Sure, to it. but on the other way, like uh, nowadays, you probably need. You know that there's this nostalgia factor where the, the yeah, purists yeah, right, yeah. want to keep shit pure, and mm-hmm. like I understand that, yeah, it's it's completely valid because y- you need to have that pure part, right? Even though the demon is far from that, actually, like like let's let's be honest, like like pure doom, still still somewhere else, but yeah, like uh, you know. There needs to be like the the, the purest option and the, the the progressive option. That's that's mm-hmm. healthy, right? <laughs> so actually, even though there was like a lot of bickering and a lot of like, like unnecessary hate, there was healthy like competition and com- progress. Actually, right? Like, yeah. So, so that it was kind of complementary, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I agree. Yeah. But you know, I've always been someone who's wanted you know to kind of you know push things and do new things and try and try and innovate. You know, it's um, you know, it's, it's kind of a lot of my pushback has always been for like the people who don't want that. You know, it's like just you know, just uh, you know, keep, 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 yeah, yeah, stay in place. You know, just don't don't shake the boat too much. Just you know, do what we know. Be safe. You know, it's like I don't want to do that. Right, and it wasn't just rigid in the way that it was coded, um, but also. Just dueling, you know, oh, it had to be 50 frags and it has to be on, you know, D5M1 and no time limit mm-hmm. and all these things. And then you take sort of what Skulltag did, which was they had the 10 frag duels, yeah. you know, uh, Green War Map 20, yeah. um, the other Green War Map, which is amazing. But, you know, it just gave another perspective um, to this day. Oh, we had like I a queue and everything. God, yeah. that was great. That was, I love that. Yeah. Countdown for the next one, you know, just yeah. Well, then yeah. just right up on the screen, you know, it's like St. Carnival versus, and it's got the colors in there. It was, yeah, it was yeah. just, I don't know, it was really awesome. It was like a, it was like an arcade game, you know. It was just, yeah. it was a lot of fun, but it it gave you another perspective. Uh, and it's okay, you know, ten frag duels. These mm-hmm. can be competitive, you know. It just changes your strategy completely. Yeah. yeah. Um. And especially again, minigun, grenade launcher. Yeah, like you know. yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You know, it's like we were we were afraid bleh. we weren't afraid to do things to like try and improve like the base gameplay, like even if it wasn't pure. You know, it's like Doom didn't have a minigun, but it's like, but the chain gun sucked, and like we needed more viable options to balance out the super shotgun, so it wasn't like completely OP. And you know, like a minigun was a great way to do that. Yeah. So uh, before it it gets away from me, um, you mentioned that you were also working on. You know the sequel or the answer to Rack. Do you want to yeah, talk a little yeah. bit about which, that? which by the way, I I just wanted to go into uh, because we just finished the minigun in that game. Yeah. Uh, you know, a minigun that was modeled for Rack, but then you know it got scrapped because there there was no enough interest to do uh, more of that. Um, so you know, we pivoted. But yeah, so so like Exoverse, you know, it's um, yeah. So like, we tried to do Rack, and you know, again, you know, it, it was an old school inspired shooter, but we tried to do some like like new interesting things with it. Um, you know, one of them was like, uh, you know, trying to like fuse it with like a, like a platformer game, not, not like platforming, you know, like jumping around, but you know, it's like mini bosses and like lives and, 
checkpoints and you know a lot of that kind of stuff that people didn't really like too much which you know is part of like just you know the evolving gaming climate you know it's like certain mechanics you know people don't like and they get you know discarded and we say we don't like those things anymore um so you know it's like you tried to have some of those in rack and they, they didn't work out uh but you know there were like some really cool things we tried to do like um yeah, it's like it wanted to like really up the the arcade aspect of it. So you know, there's like a kill chain, you know, like thing. You know, as you as you kill monsters one after the other, you know, little do 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 you know, kind of kind of thing goes up, and you get like points for that. Um, and, and like we thought those things were kind of cool. Like they made the the game like unique, but like a lot of what we were trying to do like didn't really work in like an old school shooter kind of game. So you know, it, it's like when Rat came out, you know, it was. It had some success, but, you know, it wasn't like, like, we were really hoping for, like, something kind of like, like what Dusk is going through, where it's like people were, you know, really into it. Or at least, like, they thought that, like, um, yeah, like, there was, like, potential here, but, like, we didn't really see that. Do you, do you think it was just because, like, uh, kind of like you did that ahead of the time? Because, uh, like, at that point, you released it in the, the Call of Duty era, basically. Right, 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 yeah. While now, people are mm. pretty much like hungry there's there's a whole market for for the nostalgia yeah, yeah, shooters yeah, yeah. Uh, um i i think like when we came out you know it's like i think uh you know some of the developers kind of saw like what the response was and like kind of you know some missteps we made again like this is our first game like you know we're, we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna do things wrong we're gonna we're gonna make a uh, bad decisions and you know try and improve on all that in the future but you know i, I think they saw um you know, kind of, kind of the way people responded, and you know, they could take that information and kind of make tweaks, and you know, do things a little differently, and do things in a little bit more appealing of a way. And I think they brilliantly did that with Dusk, and I think that's you know why it's been such a hit. You know, it, it's um, it, you know, it, it's it's a lot more faithful to you know being old school and retro than kind of the, what we wanted to be. Like we weren't actually like trying to be like a retro game. You know, we were just kind of like let's make a new game that you know kind of uses. You know these kinds of mechanics and things that we believe in. You know, let's let's make like a 2014 you know version of that. Like like these games never went away. You know, instead of us trying to like emulate you know like pixels the size of watermelons and you know things like that. So is that a jab at strafe? <laughs> no, no, no. It's really not a jab at anything. No, I mean, like uh, on the like yeah, but uh, every time like old school uh, shooters get brought up in these these days everyone just mentions dusk because dusk is the game that uh, hit hit gold like yeah like it's it and like, and like it's i think medieval is pretty be. close too yeah but there were there were a lot of pretenders like there were a lot of yeah. uh, that uh games that <clears throat> kind of like went for that angle But fell short, right? Right. And I, I don't, I know, and, and, and I think Rack was one of those. Yeah. And, and you know, maybe we'll go back and fix sure. it. We'll see. And I don't mean to single strafe. It just came to my mind as one of those those games that pretended to be like like this, and then it wasn't. Uh, see, I, for for I was thinking about strife, and I'm like, what? No, what? No, but not strife. strife. <laughs> yeah, strafe. Okay, yes, yeah, strafe. That makes a lot more uh, sense. Yeah. And there were copyright nineteen ninety six. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of these, like, like they yeah, tried yeah, to channel right. the, the nostalgia factor, but they were just like kind of like uh, a modern modern game that was just pixelated. Right, right, right. Yeah. So and, and like honestly, that's always like bothered me. You know, like when Shovel Knight came out and was like you know this like massive like success. You know, like 
part of me like didn't like that because I'm like, oh my god, this is cheap. All you're doing is like just doing, you know, like eight bit graphics, and oh my god, you've triggered everyone's nostalgia. But you know, then I played it, and it's like, okay, it's it's actually an amazing game. Like you know, it's 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 not it's not a you know mind hack. You know, just put pixels on the screen, and then everyone throws money at you. You know, it actually did a great job. So amazing soundtrack, by the way. So having having left, you know, sort of the the Doom community behind. Um, with these games, you know, I know you're trying to sort of, I wouldn't say recreate, you know, the feeling of doom, but you're certainly making them in the, in the same vein. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very influential, you know, it's, yeah. it's been a big part of my life. Um, do you find uh, like you having a lot of success with building a community or are you finding that to be a struggle? No, I mean, honestly, like that's been the most challenging thing, you know, it's, um, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm I'm a good developer, you know. I'm pretty sure I'm a good developer. Um, you know, it's, I, I'm very very technical. You know, it's, it's, the amount I've learned just over the past like four or five years, like just on the, like it's been incredible. And you know, and, and I'm so proud of like what all of our other developers have done. You know, it's like Exaverse is like it's a beautiful looking game now. Like you know, and it, when we launched in early access last year, like it was it was definitely there were there were a lot of rough parts to it, but you know. It's mostly been smoothed out, but you know, we have some really talented people working for us, and like we're 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 really firing on all cylinders when it comes to development. But uh, you know, at the same time, it's like now we don't like have resources, and you know, it's it's like just building the community is is like been by far like the most most difficult thing. Um, and you know, it's I I mean, us doing this game in the first place, you know, we're like bending over backwards trying to like do something that you guys will like. You know, I mean, part of what I noticed, like after you know, Rack, you know, and was doing some soul searching, and then it's, you know, I, I was looking at you know some other games that were like really successful, like Crypto the Necrodancer is one of them, and I, I was just noticing that it's like you know, pe- people like just the concepts, you know, it's like people are almost like sold like just like right from that point. So you know, it's like the idea behind your game has to be like really interesting and captivating, you know, so that you know people will. um you know, be interested. So, you know, I, I, I kind of, you know, did some, you know, some thinking of, of like an idea and I was like, you know, what if we did a, a tower defense roguelike, you know? So it's like, so every, every time, like, you know, you're, you're going to, you know, play the game, it's different. Cause you know, it's like the problem with like a tower defense game. It's like, you know, once you kind of figure out like the optimal setup, it's like, it's not really much challenge to it. You know, it's kind of know what to do, but you know, if you're changing things up every time, you know, then it's, then it's interesting. You know, you got something you can, play over and over again uh you know and so you know we, we kind of basically made like a first person shooter version of like the binding of isaac you know where it's like you're getting like all these crazy power-ups you know it's it's um we're kind of getting dual wielding in there right now but you know it's like we got things that you know add like spread shots to everything we got things that like make your bullets explode with like poison clouds and stuff um so it's, it's like we wanted to just have something that's been uh you know like a really captivating idea um and, and i think we've had that uh, but you know it's it's very hard in the doom community because you know it's like the people who have been around um you know the people who are attracted to the original rack game which is old school you know usually people who who like doom you know i mean those people were, like aren't into tower defense really so i mean that's kind of kind of in a tough spot you know that it's we've you know because we haven't had that initial energy from like the community you know, that it's hard to like get exposed to like new people who would be interested in that kind of thing. So it's, it's, 
you know, in, in Iraq, we had a tough time building a community. Um, and, you know, that's, that's been a tough time. This one, unfortunately, you know, like when I went to, you know, start with Iraq, the, the entire community didn't migrate over, um, unfortunately. Um, you know, not even like a small degree. It was like almost none. I, you know, it's, 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 it's funny, you know, and I've heard about this happening, uh, with other people. If you start like making something like for free and then like you start doing something else and like start charging for it, a lot of those people like feel like, what the hell, man? You know, it's, it's like you were giving me this free thing and now you're charging like that's, that's fucked up, you know? And it's like. You gotta, you gotta make a living, you right? Eat, right, right. right? Well, I mean, well, yeah, you're, you're understanding, but I mean, you know, a lot of people aren't, and they just feel like, oh, I got, I was getting a free thing, now it's money. Oh. So, so basically, you're reliving uh, the Team TNT experience. From <laughs> but did, did that happen to them? Well, it was. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Evolution yeah. was supposed to be a free right, release, yeah. and then they sold it to ID. And, and then John Romero's like, we think you should be able to eat. And then everyone's like, boo! And yeah. And then they had to make Icarus as a, a sort of apology. Really? Icarus wow. is not wow. really a good word, so it's not really a good apology. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Plutonium experiment was better anyway, so, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, I agree with that one. I, 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 that seems to be the consensus. I don't know that for sure, but, yeah. At least among the Doom community. Like, like yeah. the, the scraps thing differently. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 evolution had new music, so that's kind of cool. You know, so, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, here we are. You know, you have the ability um, to reach. I mean, I think what's great about this particular podcast um, is that it reaches so many different subgroups and and sub communities, and it's really trying to unite people around uh, not a specific game, but just a group of games. So. I'm curious if there if there's anything that you know whether you want to share it or not, but anything that you're really looking for from from someone that is interested or someone that wants to join the community. You know, is there anything that you feel like you're missing? Um, you know, it, it's. I, I mean, I think you guys can attest to this from you know being being part of the Skull Tech community. Like we, I, and I think the people I've you know attracted. You know, it's like we're we love games. You know, it's it's like. I, at the end of the day, like I just want people to be happy. You know, it's like I just want to make make a game that people enjoy playing, and you know that they have fun with and and they enjoy. It. Like I mean, to me, like that's the most important thing. It's like I don't want people to, like buy this game and then just like have it in their Steam library and it just kind of sits there, gathers dust. Like that that breaks my heart. Like you know, I want people to like play the game and enjoy it. Like, it was the same in Skull Tag. It's the same today. You know, and it's you know, and I think we have a bunch of people in the community who you know feel the same way you know they they enjoy playing games they they want to have fun we're all a bunch of fun loving people and you know i mean probably others wouldn't say like oh i'm not fun loving us so you know but (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know it's it's you know we you know we we um we love games we we like we talk about you know like the the game design and the game development Kind of aspect of things, yeah. You know, yeah. I know we have a bunch of people in our Discord who are also like game developers, and I, I've been posting a bunch of like kind of behind the scenes kind of stuff about like extras, like, oh, here's how this thing works. Here's how we render our levels, you know, and you know, with like a little animated GIF of like all the different effects that go go into it. You know, a lot of people have found that you know pretty interesting. Um, so you know, it's oh, we have fun. You know, it's it's um. 
you know, it's, I, I mean, part of what made Skulltag so great, you know, it was like, just like the feedback from the community and like watching people enjoy things and doing the events and everything. And it's, you know, it's, we would just love to have that same thing like, like happening, um, you know, with us, you know, like you see with like a, you know, new blood and their, their cool events and everything. Like, like we'd love to do that too. And, and we'd love for you out there to be part of it. So. Yeah, and I was about to ask, uh, you know, you, have you entered 2019 and gotten yourself a Discord server? It seems like you have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Um, anywhere else we can, you know, see anything that has to do with the stuff that you're working on? Uh, I, I mean, you can follow, follow on Twitter. Uh, I am at FBE Carnival, and that's for Final Boss Entertainment. Um, and, and then uh, Rack Game is the other, the account for uh, for both Rack and Xverse, so... Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. So, I don't know if you have you know anything else that you'd like to mention, but uh, for me, I mean, it was really great to get a chance to talk to you. It's been a really long time. <laughs> um, I'm glad that you know everything's going well, and you're you know you're you're still trying to push that envelope yeah. and, and develop some new stuff. Um, but yeah, it was really great to talk to you. Uh, thank you for joining us. Appreciate and you guys having me. Yeah, definitely. And we shall see everyone next time. Quake Champions players, listen up, this is important. Uh, You heard me mention State of Quake's Sacrifice Tournament during that interview. I do want to say that that has sparked into something much bigger and better thanks to the hard work of Unkind, Slip, and East 5000, and I'm sure a few other people that I'm missing out on, but it's a lot going on. I want to say State of Quake will be presenting the State of Sac Sacrifice League. This is a monthly battle to see which sacrifice team will reign supreme. <laughs> With that said, it's uh, four weeks of round-robin matches leading up to a monthly playoff bracket, and the teams are like six players each. With like, It's like four players on each team and two subs. Now, the action will kick off on September 1st, so you have a limited amount of time to sign up. You can bring your whole team, or if you're a free agent, they have a, a draft available for you to try to find a team. You can get more information about that. Go to their Twitter. Uh, I believe that's Twitter slash State of Quake. Uh, their Twitch stream, if you want to watch it, is twitch.tv forward slash State of Quake for sure. I know that. And also, make sure that you get on their Discord and you'll get all this information up front. And you won't have to listen to me babble about it. So, please enjoy that. It is a fantastic event. If you're if you're frustrated with Quake Champions and you, you just want those TM modes, I'm telling you, Sacrifice is the way. It is, a, it is the greatest alternative to capture the flag for this particular game. I hope you join and I hope you enjoy it. Also, do not forget to check out InTheKeep.com. It is the premier place for you to find all information on The Keep. It's linked to this episode. You can find our Discord link. You can find our YouTube link, our Twitch link, all of our support pages, everything you need to know. Every uh, Everything's there. So, And also all of the previous episodes, the whole entire catalog it is available for you to listen to all you want, as well as the links to the various podcast apps where you can listen to this, because I know not everybody wants to listen on YouTube. I certainly don't. If you are... Hey, you're a trooper, and I respect you. But if you want to go for a run or go get the groceries or whatever the hell, just listen to it with your headphones while you're walking around, I'm 100% for that. Please take the opportunity to go do that.
few more podcasts you may enjoy if you enjoy this one, which obviously do because you're listening to the end credits, which is crazy. I want to say Smango hosts the Retro 20. This is a podcast all about retro gaming, so like Nintendo, Sega, you know, that kind of stuff. It's really, really cool, man. Smango is a great, great guy. He's a huge contributor to everything that, that The Keep does. He's he's the man. He's the myth, the legend. And also QuakeFans.net, his website, which I also do a little bit of posting on, is all about arena first-person shooters. And I assume that if you like this podcast, you like arena first-person shooters, so I don't see why you wouldn't go check out QuakeFans.net. Another podcast you'll really enjoy on YouTube, go check out Shazix Beyond Strafe Jumping. He's the man, the myth, the legend. He's got amazing, amazing interviews all on video. You can see his gorgeous, beautiful face. He's a great guy, and I'm sure you'll love his show if you love this one. And last but not least, certainly not least, the QuakeCast. Dump Truck and RC, and sometimes JCR, are always kicking ass on the QuakeCast, man. It's all about Quake and the games that it inspires. And you get to hear a plethora of people like mappers, like all, all kind of cool stuff, man. Like speedrunners. If you like this show, I can't think of any good reason why you wouldn't like QuakeCast. Please go check them out. It would mean a lot to me because I'm a huge fan and I just want to see them grow. That's it for me. Don't forget, man, if you're feeling down, always remember the drowned god, Cathala, values you. Get those frags and gibs in. Stay part of this community and stay in the keep.